Sign up to Rough Trade Club, the ultimate subscription for vinyl enthusiasts. Get money off online and in store and access to sold out events and discounts at Rough Trade East, Rough Trade West, Bristol, Liverpool and all over the UK. Join Rough Trade Club plus new music to receive an exclusive variant of their album of the month every month. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and when you use the voucher code club101pod, you'll get a third off your first three months. That's at roughtrade.com slash club and you can get a third off your first three months by using the voucher code club101pod. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify. Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm 100, now I'm part-time jobs I'm 100, now I'm part-time jobs I've been working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday Working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday 101 100 
you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs with me, Giles Bidder, the podcast where I speak to bands about falling flat on your face five times before getting up, doing it again and maybe getting it right, maybe releasing something that's good, having a tour that breaks even. And on today's episode, we've got Zach from Fiddler. Fiddler have been putting out some EPs, some singles over the last couple of years after a little break. Uh, that's Life is the EP that came out this year, followed by Don't Fuck With Volume 2. And they're coming to the UK on tour next month, starting on 9th of November in Bristol. Then where are they headed? Nottingham, Glasgow, London, Manchester, Birmingham and Leeds. Dune Rats from Australia are going to be supporting them there. If you want to get your tickets, you can. Uh, those are going to be some fun party shows. I'm looking forward to it. Zach tells me in this episode about some UK memories and, and all kinds of stories from along their way. So cheers for joining. Thanks for listening. If you like this show, please subscribe. Click that bell and get notified when future episodes come out. Uh, we've got episodes of Snail Mail, uh, Metric, Baby Queen, Speed, and a live show with Bob Villain at Bush Hall on the 12th of December. So if you're looking for something to do close to Christmas time, you want to treat yourself, come to a live podcast recording with Bob Villain. Free drink as you arrive, supplied by Signature Brew. Tickets from the website, 101parttimejobs.com. Before we get into this episode, I'm going to speak with Rebecca from the band Eka, who is a brand ambassador for Ampolo, which is a free app. You can download it now. If you want to practice along with an existing song, you say you want to play bass to Rage Against the Machine, but you want to play along with it, you can take the bass out and practice along just like that. I think Rage Against the Machine is my... Uh, Bomb Track was the first song I learned to play on bass. That first song you learn, it stays with you, doesn't it? I remember mine, which was just like a prayer on saxophone. But yeah, I mean, I used to play that for hours, like trying to get it right alongside the CD player. You sat there trying to rewind, get it to the right point. Playing along kind of with the vocal. It's great for kind of doing covers and just learning the songs, basically. And that's on Ampolo. It's free. Anyone can download it now on the App Store. You can record yourself so you can see how you're looking when you play it. Make sure your tongue's not sticking out when you're trying to play some riffs. Happy practicing. All right, here's Zach from Fiddler here on 101 Part-Time Jobs. 101 Part-Time Are you the kind of person that will come home from tour and be like, okay, this is like, this is my schedule. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to write a tune and then go out and do my day. Are you that kind of guy? It changes every time. It's, it's uh, unfortunately, I wish there was like some kind of formula, you know mm. what I mean? But um, during the pandemic, it was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to use Ableton. And when you learn how to use a recording software, you end up writing a lot of songs you know what nice. I mean? And that yeah, kind of yeah. spawned the first song off the, the EP, um, Fuck Shit Up, FSU. And um, so it was just kind of like, it's always just like a kind of a new process for mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. you know? I, have you got that kind of crew at home where like, I mean, I think a lot of people playing music might come home and like uh, their friends and family are doing different stuff, you know? And it's a bit like playing music is a bit out there. You know what I mean? It's like removed from normal and i had this myself like for for years i'm like fucking i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing like so many jobs look i think so many people grow up now and there's so many options of what you can do you can travel the world you can be this and that that i think all those options make it harder to actually maybe 
think, yeah. okay, yeah, this is me. I write songs. This is what I'm going to try and do without having any of those kind of niggling kind of like, is this the right thing? <laughs> kind of, kind of ways. And I don't want to be a bummer, but yeah. this is fucking real life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, I go through that still, yeah. you know, like, um, and I make a living off of writing songs and playing live, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, but like, luckily I live in Los Angeles where there's a lot of creative people. Right. You know, one of our friends is like, had, has bought a house off of ASMR. What? You know what I mean? Shit like this. So there's just like, there's so much like wildly talented creative people in Los Angeles. And not saying that there isn't anywhere else. It's mm. just, it's more of like a, uh, writing songs and playing in a fucking punk band is kind of like normal out here. No, no, I, th I think it, it, that is fucking different. Like come to London and like most people playing in bands here, it is like, you get looked up and yeah. down and it is, it's different. You go to the bank to get a loan and it, and it is, it, you know, I tried to get a mortgage once and it was fucked and you know, it doesn't, doesn't work. Like life yeah. doesn't like really work like that in a lot of ways. It, I mean, especially in sort of butt fuck small towns around England, you know, which I always thought was strange because we got the kinks, we got the Beatles, we got the Rolling Stones. It's like such a, a, a celebrated rock and roll is so celebrated in England. Yeah, you come here to tour and like yeah, you guys still have the rock star <laughs> well yeah but then uh, but you guys still have the rock star man it's crazy out but then there. for touring bands it. you won't get a hot meal you know the person behind the bar will probably be a jerk to you when you turn up it's there there is there yeah. is a, a tension there or like um a misleveling there it's like that here too though is by it? the way just letting you know it's yeah it's like that here it's like that everywhere everywhere okay. well you not go. europe everywhere not europe but you get the sort of the three triple bunk beds uh, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's happened in Europe too, oh, yeah. a times. Yeah, you know. When yeah. did you start making a living off? Fit? When was when was the first time you were like, "Yeah, this is this is this is it, all I'm doing." Um, it took a while. It actually took a while. Like I was working as a recording engineer and was delivering pizzas, and okay. it kind of took like three years of like you know like we started the band in 2012 and around like 2014 2015 it was like oh okay we could kind of quit our jobs you know mm -hmm. but mind you like we were living in a fucking house with like seven people you know like our rent was super cheap we still lived like really dirt poor but we just toured like it was just constantly on the road and that was kind of our motto because i write music to play shows yeah it's a live thing it's a party yeah. it's, it's it's people it's a live thing i i do love being in the studio and it's funny because each record is kind of up and down where it's like when we're when we were touring a bunch like all the next record we did, we were just like, Hey, let's just make a studio album. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's kind of all just ebbs and flows, you know? And just, it's all, it's always different. When you were getting into Able time, Ableton, sorry, this time around for that's life. We, did you kind of get back into that? Like, did you get enjoy, did you enjoy engineering again and, and sort of relearning like, new, nope. no, <laughs> nope. straight, straight, nope. no, 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 no. I call it disabled. 
because <laughs> you're just there and you're just looking at that screen and it's like Tetris and you're just like, fuck, this is just a day job. Yeah. This is a straight up desk job right now. Mm-hmm. And you're just moving fucking little blocks around. And like, I should just be making a, a spreadsheet would be more fucking mind like boggling for me. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it, 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 I, but you know what? It's, it was fun. It was fun to learn. It's fun to learn all those kinds of stuff. You know, um, you, you, you really do start looking at like, I start looking at music as left to right. You right. know what I mean? Like you just see the thing go left to right. It's like, I just needed to get to the, to the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, like we started songs and then we started playing them in our rehearsal room and stuff like that and then i was just like okay this is kind of this is the metric right mm-hmm. here you know what i mean this is the canvas is um live music you know i mean it sounds sounds great i often thought with fiddler like known you since since around the sort of 2013 time and you know i gotta say like playing as like a rock and roll pop punk bands like good on you for like sticking with the sticking with those kinds of tunes you know because i've i wonder if there's that uh, temptation to i don't know like go in a different direction or like try and make something new you know or try and like progress whatever nope. that means because that, nope, that's the nope, mistake nope. that's the mistake <laughs> the progression is the- you know there was a moment of thinking like that and then in, there's like a fucking two paths you can go on you know what i mean like and you start learning fucking modes and you know you start listening to metal (laughs) or like even like hardcore and you're like whoa that's kind of complicated how do they do that and then there's just this other road that's just like you know it's like well you know how do you make a song with two chords and two notes (laughs) (laughs) you know like instead of four like so i went down the opposite of like kind of yeah and you know honestly like there's no real roadmap for being to getting simpler Mm -hmm. you know what i mean (laughs) like that's just kind of like you have to guess i feel like it's a real challenging it's actually challenging yeah i feel like it's a rick rubinism to be like you don't add things you take them away (laughs) yeah 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 it's crazy it's crazy it's so hard it's actually so hard to do like Uh, your human nature wants to just add things and you add things and that in your brain says well there's more so it's better but it's Mm -hmm. like it's not not necessarily true you know another thing that i think is funny about fiddler i mean i don't know if you've talked about this or or if anyone asks you about this but as a party band not crashing and burning after a few years that is that's a very respectable respectable way of living (laughs) It was a little bit of a crash, but you know, you just have to readjust, you know, like I had to go to rehab, I had to get sober and then I fell off the wagon again and now I'm back to being sober. Like it's just this kind of like up and down kind of roller coaster ride. Um, but I think, you know, it's really like, I mean, I just don't know anything else to yeah. do. So yeah. this is kind of it, it. It's weird how how like there's so much temptation on the road, and there's so much partying, and there's so especially in the UK. The UK is like one of the only places in the world that people get upset at you for not doing cocaine with them. 
like they actually get upset like i've had people like like get mad at me after they like try to like feed me a bump of cocaine and i'm just like no nah, i'm good dude i don't fucking know what that is like i'm good that's obviously really fucked up that there's a position that you're disappointing them but not yeah and then there's the people that do that but then there's also like this thing that happens when you're on the road that's like for me what's happening right now it kind of keep is keeping me healthy because mm-hmm. in order for me to do hour and a half set mm. have to be in pretty good shape mm-hmm, yeah you know and to play three shows four shows in a row and just like get like four hours of sleep each night and like you, you just you kind of have to be like it's kind of a marathon you know big time so in a weird way it helps me it, it keeps me and in shape i've been off the beers mostly like for the last few months i mean it had a couple of what well, you know we had a stag do on saturday and i'm paying for that now but you know he's a, he's a best friend yeah. stag do gotta gotta have fun and like I, I thought a lot about like the work that i do here the sort of like freelance stuff and trying to have fun with that i've real i've been enjoying it more like sober it's hard to say something like this without like sounding like you're trying to you know influence you know what i mean or convince someone yeah but I think there is something to be said for like feeling healthy, feeling sober and, you know, feeling fucking high on that. I think there is something in that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, it's, I, you know, my journey with that has been so roller coastery, but recently it's been, um, it's, I, I, it's kind of like a weird challenge where I'm just like, Oh, like I've already like kind of done every drug, mm. you know, and gotten, fucked up for a very long time i'm trying to just like see how to enjoy life without doing all that shit mm. you know what mm. i mean and you <laughs> you kind of have to supplement it with different things you know <laughs> like so i like write a book about like runner's highs you know yeah. i'm like okay so if you like hit six miles or six and a half miles it's equal to like uh, like a fucking little dose of morphine. I'm like, all right, let's do this. I'm going hard. Six so you've been doing it. You've been 12, running. You know? Yeah, running and just, you know, just like the normal. Yeah. Meditation's been crazy too. Mm. Uh, journaling, like all this like weird, stupid shit. The stupid shit that everybody was telling me. is like, oh, that's going to help. Oh, that's going to help. And then you just do it. But then like you have to kind of be consistent, which is the hardest part is the consistency you know mm-hmm. and um it's slowly but surely been helping you know i don't want to jinx it i don't want to jinx it but yeah when you were that kind of age like leaving school like 18 19 20 and like playing shows and being involved in music was that always going to be the number one do you think like looking back was there was there ever going to be like something else that was like nah you know but try something else i mean i just i, I guess real my question here is that yeah i just i feel like i just kind of was like this is what i like to do and i'm getting better at it so i'm just going to keep doing this forever because i love to do this Mm. like it's 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 kind of like i don't know if i had that thing of like i want to be in a band per se like growing up i just i loved i loved writing songs i loved figuring out songs i also loved 
when I moved to LA, I wanted to be a music producer. And that's kind of how we started is like, we met in like a recording studio kind of mm. thing. And as the band started picking up steam, it's just like, it's, it's kind of more of just like, this is kind of who I am. And I do other things to help me do this, I guess, right. you know, whether it's like, painting or exercising right or anything like this that is all just there to help me like play shows yeah yeah and write songs and play shows i mean it's it, we you know talked about it earlier but it's it's like punk rock is made for live right i mean and i also i wonder after working at a studio it's it was it was it fun to, to not like try and go deep on yeah. like, some prog rock no, a hundred percent. But that, that's the thing is like, I grew up in Hawaii and there was no punk rock. <laughs> I mean, there's like a, there was like a punk scene and I would go to shows, but I didn't, there wasn't like, um, you know, I heard of like no effects and all that shit through, through surf and skate videos and stuff like that. But, um, there wasn't like this sense of like, Oh, there's this world of punk rock. Like to me, it was just all music and it was all just like playing shows in, in hawaii you had a like the shows were like a uh like a folk band playing with the reggae band playing with a hardcore band right. playing with the rate like it's just it's all just like this mix match yeah. of shit and we were all very supportive of each other like you know just being around each other it's just like a, it's, it's like having a party mm -hmm. you know what i mean instead of like here's a show I feel like in the on the mainland there's like hierarchies, you know what I mean? Like especially in like the punk and the hardcore world and it's just like there's these like uh pecking orders, but we didn't really have that in Hawaii. So when I came out here it was just like I like to play loud, fast, obnoxious music and I like to do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think yeah. there's something special about those mixed bills where it's like a metal band. <laughs> And then a scar band, yeah. Because it, because yeah, it, it it doesn't breed this kind of sniffiness towards it, you know. And I think I think like the what comes out of that is is breed, you know, like you know, like you and like I grew up in a small town that was a lot like that, and it was it was like cool. Well, like I could do anything. There are no fucking rules that I can just do anything, whatever. Yeah. And, and that is that's a fun way to live. And I think that's I think that's going to come across on records. So I think that comes across in Fiddler. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I think the thing too with Fiddler is that like, it is very simple music and the lyrics are very simple. The melody is very simple, but I keep telling that I keep saying this, like Max and Brandon are insanely talented. Yeah. Like Max is like a fucking metronome. Like anybody that he, when he plays with other people, they're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like he's a met, like he's so good at his instrument and same with Brandon. Brandon's great at ideas and every, like even as a bass player, he's just such a unique situation. So it's this, it's this like weird combination of just like letting, it's also just like letting it happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of like, you know, that, that's kind of like a, the superpower of Fiddler. It's just like, all right, here's a bunch of songs how how are we going to make this go off live and uh, let's keep the mistakes mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm.
landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think that's the <laughs> hardest part about being in a band is just being around each other and just doing it forever. And figuring out how to communicate is the number one thing. It's just like with any relationship, any even a friendship. You know what I mean? I feel like nowadays when somebody pisses you off, you just kind of have the ability to be like, okay, I don't have to hang out with that person anymore. Mm. But when you're in a band together, you have to hang out with that person, you know? And so you figure out how to forgive people. You figure out how to confront people. You figure out all that shit. It's just, it's kind of these, these dudes have been the longest friendships I've ever had longer than my relationship, you know, like longer than, everything almost mm -hmm. you know and that is i feel like one of the biggest downfalls in a lot of bands is they don't figure out how to do that mm. or they build resentments and they just let it fester mm. you know mm. and you just realize you can't really control any of those situations and you can only do what you can do as yourself and say your piece you know what i mean right i think and there's no i mean i don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth but there's like there's no track right there's no like paving whether you follow like a direction you follow no. maybe you have a set of rules at the, in the early years of the band that you start that you stick to but it's always no. fucking figuring it out as it goes along right it's always figuring out people make commitments people change their minds mm -hmm. people grow into different things you know like our guitar player dude you know elvis that he decided to he was like i don't want to go on tour anymore you know and i'm just like okay, i get it <laughs> it's, it's a very fucking tough thing to do and it sucks and he's been doing it since he he graduated high school and was just in a van with fiddler you know what i mean like and he wants to do a different chapter in his life and the three of us were like we support you, dude. Like, go for it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he was, he, he understood that we wanted to keep doing it. And he was like, yeah, go for it. Like, it's just mm -hmm. hear your friends out here, especially if you're doing something creative, you know, like together, whether it's a business or anything like that, you need to communicate that. Or you don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you don't. <laughs> I'm from the, pe the, the people that I've like gone on the sesh with and the people that I've partied with the most sometimes that doesn't create that environment to talk, you know, it's kind of easy not yeah. to talk yeah. that happens. I mean, do you feel like you've been, um, I often think like hip hop, they've, they've, in hip hop, there's always been people who are like, yeah, like I own the rights to my recordings. I, I, I build my world, you know, and I'm protective of that world. I feel like in rock music or punk rock, there is more of a temptation to be like, yeah, we'll sign to a label and maybe not own the rights to our recordings and kind of go that route because you know you, it's early years and you think yeah this is an opportunity that might not ever come again has uh w what's that been like for fiddler have you have you have you been able to kind of stay smart you know alongside the having fun i'm a big believer of owning your shit you know i think that's the thing why like hip-hop and electronic artists and djs that they, they kind of 
they kind of have paved the way for that. You know what I mean? Like, I think when you're a young punk band, you have zero money. And like, you know, we signed a record deal uh, to an uh, independent label just to get a check to pay for a band. That's like literally like we took the check that they gave us to the fucking like auto deal dealership and signed off the check to for just like a 15 passenger van to be able to tour because we needed to do that right now. And then, you know, that label ends up making a lot more money than they give you. But that's what we had to do to get to that place. So I'm, I, even though I say like, you know, we still own our music, you know, but even though it's like, you still have to make decisions. You can't, you can't get to somewhere without even taking the first step. And if the first step means that you need fucking like 20 grand to invest into something to go do something, then I mean, you just got to do yeah. it. You got to bite the bullet. Yeah. And I, somebody, somebody explained this to me the best way about record labels and all this shit is that you could either, complain now or complain later <laughs> i feel like a lot of you people, sign to a i feel like a lot of people yeah. do the latter because at the time you're like fucking yeah, yeah 20k is a lot of money yeah yeah so like if you sign to a major label they give you a fucking five hundred thousand dollars but then they own your music yeah. yeah and that means for the rest of your life you're not going to get anything for it but you got a big chunk of change up front. So you're stoked, you're coasting, but in 10 years, you're gonna be like, fuck, I wish I owned that because that probably could buy me a house right now, you know? So it's crazy how much money is in, A, dude, it's crazy how much money is in the music industry right now. It's insane. Like, and then there's tech and then, it's just, it's fucking list goes on but yes our our friends are not fucking (laughs) raking it in right now (laughs) how do you feel about that does that make you want to fucking scheme and figure out how to get to that money i i you know i kind of thought that for a little bit but then i started realizing that um i'm kind of not in the music industry i'm kind of like in just like the fiddler industry that's what i call it build your world um yeah like i like i'm the amount of like you know uh streams or whatever like none of that like it's just an ad (laughs) like it's straight up just is just an ad for kids to come to our show and like we get paid for playing shows and then we get paid for making merch you know and to be honest not that much money (laughs) to be honest Mm. but it's a living and it's an honest living so but i know that um and it's i've seen it work is that you just got to be consistent yeah and you just got to keep doing it and yeah there's no like i've se- I, i've been seeing this happen a lot right now especially with like this kind of resurgent of like bands you know um that all these kids and new artists are trying to figure out the formula for Oh, if I get this booking agent and if I'm signed to this label with this lawyer, you know, then that means I'm set to blow up. Mm. And it's like, well, there really isn't any formula, you know, and I kind of look at the people that are like outside. The goal for me is to be outside of the music industry and not rely on them. 
So I don't need to worry about like taking somebody to dinner to like get on a playlist. You know what I mean? Like I don't, um, you know, and then the people like, um, the new one is like King Gizzard, um, you know, even like the, like ICP insane clown posse. Like it's just those kinds of worlds are just like so inspiring to me where they're just like its own entity. Yo, you know? Big time. Have you ever thought about going to the juggalo fest? Dude, I'm scared. You wouldn't go. I'm scared. <laughs> I, w- I would totally go. Oh my you, God. You're able I, to. I want an invite so bad. You're, yeah, you're closer than me. You go. got no excuse. I do. I don't have an excuse. I should go. I, I Fiddler should go. could be on the lineup. There's no reason why not. Like, I think they'd get it. If I think if I mean, <laughs> I would love that. You've seen that I workaholics that. episode where they go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. good. Like this is like the best time to do it. Cause it, it used to be like there was bands on a roster that would break through through the radio and go through the cycle of radio and in order to get there you got to be extremely lucky there's a lot of luck factor in it but right now you you can create the terms of what you, you are as an artist mm-hmm. meaning if you don't want to be on tiktok if you don't want to be on instagram if you don't want to do social media go play shows then mm-hmm. you know you can do that and if you don't want to play venues go play fucking like coffee houses go play art galleries you really can just or if you have stage fright and you don't want to play shows you can be a fucking twitch artist you can be a fucking streaming artist like look how many of these like um you know faceless artists there are now you know like the people that like don't show their faces they're there's fucking ai artists like there's so much shit going around so much art like creative artist artistry in that world going around that you can create your own terms you know yeah those traditions are antiquated you don't need to live by those traditions anymore to reach people and to get across your ideas and communicate 100 percent. hey this is good stuff zach thanks so much for for being up for it i hope it's been hope it's been all right i like it i like it thanks for having me of course just to end with you know i like to hear people's kind of work fail stories i've always been one to smash stuff while working behind the bar and you know just kind of generally not listen to what my boss is asking me to do and doing it wrong and one time i was helping someone like build their their, their their driveway and i was like yeah i can use that massive fucking saw that i've never used before i'm great at it i can do that and i like you know wasted a lot of money upset a couple of people and that's just me i've come to accept that that is the way i do things at different jobs um <laughs> what the, do you, have you got any got any memories got any stories scenarios where you've where you fucked up in the workplace i got one i was producing this band some reason i decided to update my computer (laughs) and it just reformatted the hard drive and it just crashed everything just crashed like i even went i took my hard drive to the fucking data recovery place and they're just like it's like we can like kind of like get maybe like 50% of it back, you know, wow. 60%, but it's all just kind of raw data, you know, like, and I worked so hard on this fucking thing, dude. I was like, I, I fucking remixed every song I recorded. Like it was just 
this whole thing. And then we had to tell them. I was just like, fuck, I lost the record. I'm so sorry. You know, like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) It was brutal. And then we just redid it. And in a weird way, it's kind of like the um, editor thing where we redid it. And it's just like you, we just took out the parts that were just like getting in the way. And was just like, all right, we'll just have to redo it. (laughs) That's what you have to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was brutal. It was br- it, it fucked me up. It blow to the confidence, you know. Have you ever had like dense kind of not easy times in the studio as fiddler? Have you had those kinds of things where it's like not working just for whatever reason? Um, yeah, and then I tell myself it doesn't matter. I'm not going to listen to it anyways. <laughs> that's literally the thought process goes in my head it's like it doesn't matter i'm just gonna do it and it's gonna be done and it's gonna come out and i'm never going to listen to this song again (laughs) because i don't listen to my own music so i don't know this might speak to somebody else you'd have no idea how that has helped me put out as much music as i put out because i just go i i'll hear back a mix and just be like this isn't really hitting it for me, but this has to come out like next week. So fuck it. This is done. Let's do the next thing. That's mad. And it's just, you just go. That's mad. <laughs> Keep that pipe running, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you, Can't stop. And those songs, I guess they kind of changed live because you, you start playing them a little bit differently. They always change live. They always change live, you know what I mean? And that's kind of the, the magic of yeah. it. Because that to me is like, that's the thing that matters the most. Mm-hmm. Is not, not the recording. The recording is like, what whatever to me. The recording is just like, and, and that's the crazy part is I'm actually really good at the recording side of it. <laughs> like I'm a really good producer and engineer. Like I know how to do all that shit. But when it comes to my own art, I'm not the consumer. I'm not the person receiving it. I'm the person giving it out. So let somebody else like make their own interpretation of what it is. It's just my fucking self, like telling myself like, Oh shit, my voice sounds like super lame right there. I should change that. I'm like, fuck that. Like, whatever. It sounds lame. That's, that's who I am. (laughs) It's a great way to kind of get rid of worries and anxieties right well it's very fiddler like it's just it's like that the saying fuck it dog life's a risk was like something that we really embody in every part you know what i mean like even with like live like you know it's just like we are very strict on like okay we have a guitar amp bass amp drums vocals you know and with my pedals i'm just like i use three pedals that's it if you can't do it in three you're doing it wrong (laughs) like everything is just fucking super like condensed or um, like stripped away yeah you just go for it hell yeah hell yeah you looking forward to coming back to the uk yeah i fucking love the uk i used to live there for like a year or something like that in london and whereabouts i miss it i miss it we're in london bethnal green yeah it's a fun place to live and especially back then I mean, I don't know exactly when, yeah, it's always yeah. been a little bit hairy. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. I remember going to this place called Runcorn too. And I was just like, whoa, this is, this is fucking England, dude. This is like, 
Runcorn's like outside of Liverpool and it was the most like English place I've ever been to. I was like, yeah, this is, I, I, I just love how different it is there. And I love how, um, the fan, I love the fans, man. You guys are you, like, you guys love music and you know, we've, we've just, it, it was kind of like our first place. England was kind of our first place where we broke, mm. you know what I mean? Like, and, um, Yeah always been well received i wonder why that is i'm trying to work out the first where i read about you but it, it would have been it was the enemy right it would it was the enemy magazine just really kind of like grabbed onto us and we played uh reading and leeds a bunch mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and we had a crazy shows at these like small little places you know and it was just kind of at that weird time of like you know i think there was like a lot of garage the garage rock revival yeah. you know and do you remember um, a band male we bonding? were just i remember male bonding you know it's funny i have been listening to a lot of the bands that we were like toured with and one that always pops up is palma violets yeah i fucking love that band palma violets that, that, i think that's the kind of weird thing is like i always looked at it as like there's such a big like art kind of scene you know like art punk scene in england but we were kind of like not that we were just kind of like <laughs> indie blink 182 yeah. you know what i mean and i think it really resonated with kids because they're just like i want to sing so i want to like hear songs about drinking cheap beer and fucking smoking weed and skating yeah. you know and yeah. hey zach thanks so much i appreciate the time cheers man awesome dude thanks for having me all right there he was zach a fiddler they're on tour in the uk starts on the 9th of november go and catch them live yeah, going to be a good time. Cheers for listening. Click subscribe if you want to. Leave a review if you really want to. And I'll see you next week with episodes with Snail Mail, Emily Haynes from Metric, uh, Baby Queen, and loads more to come. Two episodes every week on 101 Part-Time Jobs. Tune in. See you later. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz. 
and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.